0: Hello and welcome to Let's Talk Diz, a show that gives you everything you need to know to help make your Disney vacation as magical as can be in just about 20 minutes. I'm your host, Jeff Covell, and with me each week is Disney Master Sandy from Easy Diz by Instant Impressions Travel Services. Sandy, how are you tonight?
1: I am excited. I put a little dinner in front of me because we're doing one of my favorite things today, not in the bamboo room. I'm dining with an Imagineer. Oh, that's
0: so nice. I like the way you put that. Uh, it is oh, it, it, it is clever. Another It is another Cast Chronicles show, Uh, and tonight we're welcoming Timmy Britt into the program. Timmy Britt is a former Walt Disney World animation artist and Imagineer, and he helped bring to life many of the Disney attractions we've come to know and love, from Pandora at Disney's Animal Kingdom to the Frozen attraction at Epcot. Timmy was among the many talented artists that themed these and many other experiences we enjoy as guests today. We're thrilled that he's joining our community today as we welcome Timmy Britt to Let's Talk Tiz. Timmy, it's Jeff and Sandy. How are you tonight?
2: Oh, guys! I'm so glad to be here. And wow, what—that was such beautiful stuff that you just read, man. Did you? That was beautiful. Really, that was great. I've never—I have to call my PR person and tell her she's fired. You got a job. That was beautiful. Uh, oh, I'm so happy to be here. I can't wait to talk to you. Today. What do you want to talk about? How do we do this?
0: Uh, the way that yeah. work is that I—I I lead off with the layup questions, the easy ones. So okay. Time, uh, I say that, but they're not really all that easy all the time. They're a rapid. <laughs> Am I supposed
2: to be terrified right now? I'm a little bit terrified.
0: <laughs> Rapid right. fire questions. So like, so the first thing that comes to your head, if you have a little bit of story, you can go. We only got a couple minutes to discuss it. So All
2: right, so quickly then.
0: Yep, as, could... quick, as, as quick as you uh, can get. So I'm just okay. going to go through. I, I hate to, to break it to you immediately, though. There are correct answers. So you just go oh. on your game here. Can I say
1: pass?
2: Do I have a pass option?
0: No, there are, there is no pass.
2: Awesome. No phone a friend game. either. You're <laughs> on your own here. <laughs> this is a great game. <laughs>
0: So All right, go. Ready. Ready. <laughs> ready. We're, we're, we're ready to go. All right, I'm ready. All right, your favorite Disney park?
2: Oh, Hollywood Studios, absolutely.
0: Your favorite Disney song? I love that Zippity Doodah song.
2: I just love the song. I I always have a great day, and so that song Zippity Doodah Zippity, I love that song. It's so God, one, that's my man. answer.
0: It, it stays with you. It doesn't. doesn't yeah,
2: and I it know. works. Like if you actually sing it, you'll get happy. I promise.
0: Your favorite Disney movie?
2: Oh, that has to be Peter Pan. Absolutely. The best Disney snack? Oh, oh man. I, I hate to cop out, but you know those little Dole Whip things? I love them, man.
0: With <laughs> the Jeff, pineapple. he's been
1: listening. He, listening. He's playing up to you. He knows you're the Dole Whip guy.
0: I like how uh, we do, you know those Dole Whip things.
2: <laughs> yeah, you know those Dole Whip things, right? <laughs> They're amazing. Go your, on.
0: Your favorite Disney character on the screen?
2: On the screen would have to be Tinkerbell. Absolutely, Tinkerbell. I love Tinkerbell. Or Buzz Lightyear on the screen is great too. I really love Buzz Lightyear and uh, it's hard because it's Pixar. Like I'm really tossed a lot. I love Buzz though. He's the best. Yeah. And Tinker. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm the best. You're asking the wrong guy. I was in animation. I love them all. This is <laughs> brutal. This is like, I'm, I feel like I'm being interrogated. This well, let's
0: terrible. segue away from, from animation for a second. In your opinion, the best Disney stage show is what?
2: to be our guest over at Hollywood Studios with the with the teacups. And,
0: All right, last one for me. Uh, okay. Do you have any little, having been inside, do you have any little known park fact that you'd like to share?
2: Yeah, you know, the very beginning when you walk into Hollywood Studios, this is a great question, by the way, because I'm sure every cast member has some little thing that they want to tell you, you know. But I always so amazed that at the beginning of the park when you walk in, there's this, like, inspection stand, you know, where they sell, or it's information, really, rather, I think. But if you look up, and you keep looking up, you get all the way up to you see Mickey. And he's got this, he's got, like, the world in his hand, and it's spinning. But nobody knows it, but that's the lightning rod. And there's a, there's lightning storms all day long in Florida. It's all it does, you know? There's 82 per second. Like, it's really that many lightning strikes in Florida. But that is the lightning rod that protects all the people there. And it's such a neat, ornate, like, really cool thing. Um,
0: that's exactly... When we design the question, that's exactly what we're looking for. So you, you, you hit that one right out of the park. Good job. Oh, thanks, man. So how'd I do <laughs> on the other ones? <laughs> yeah, I, I, think you,
1: I think you missed on one. You threw me. I uh, thought, based on all the background stuff I did before our interview, yeah. I was waiting to hear that your favorite character was Genie. I thought oh, I knew that answer before no, you even gave mean, it. No, that's me. Uh,
2: no. Cool. Yeah, because that's who I am. I, my friends all <laughs> call me the Genie, so I I want to pick someone else. Yes, yeah, see, I, see. I am the genie, right? I, I try to <laughs> what I do. What that means is simply that I try to help other artists pull them up, you know, like give them a open a door, make a phone call, help them out when, you know, and nobody else would. Because that's that's how I got to be where I am, was that somebody helped me or someone opened a door or somebody was was kind to me one day. So the genie is just making magic for other people, you know, granting wishes. So. Yeah, that's how I, I identify with the genie very much. Yes.
1: I did do a lot of reading about you, and you have a resume that is just awesome and. It was, oh. it was hard to pick just a few things to talk about, but I want to start with understanding your role a little bit. We've talked before how Imagineering is such a big role and yeah. that you're classified. There's over 75 different classifications within Absolutely. Imagineering. Science, So can you give us a little background, kind of where sure. you ended up on some of these big projects, what you identified as your role?
2: Okay, so every Imagineer is in front of me. I'm the last one. I I get to put the final touches of what everything looks like visually, so before the guests see it, I see it and I touch it and I fix it and I paint it and I create it. I, so we take wet wet cement and we will shape it and carve it and let it dry and then paint it. Well, somebody before any of that happens, there's imagineers that had to have an idea that sat down and passed it on and passed it on and it goes through our you know the architecture of it. How do we build it? What do we do? The blueprints of it. Then we get to the schematics of it, the logistics of it. How do we get it, you know, energized? How do we make it safe? How do we make it clean? How do we get this many people in and out of this much time? How do we keep them comfortable? How do we feed them? How do we entertain them the whole time so there's always something to look at? How do we think of every single thing that they might think of and then go beyond that? And then when they have all that, then they say, this is what we want it to look like, Timmy. And then the Imagineers from the scenic art direction, <coughs> our direction will come in and say, okay, this is where we're going to go and this is how we're going to do it. That's where I come in. I am one of the last people to touch stuff before you see it. So I'd be the guy that puts on all the cherries on the top and all the sprinkles on the top.
1: Wow, that is awesome. And one of your projects is the project that everybody thinks of in their mind when they think of going to Walt Disney World. I understand you worked on the castle Yeah, in one of it's a iteration. So tell well, us which well, version of our beautiful castle you worked on and what you got to do with that.
2: Do you remember when they did the new Fantasyland, Sandy? They of just had the castle, did. which we've all known, but then they did those the ramparts and the sections of the castle that led to Fantasyland and led to Bell's Tower and Ariel and all that. That's what I worked on, those powerpits, those, those pieces there. Um, and my role in that was, well, it was painting bricks, basically, but you know, you're know, you painting with blue and you're painting with purples and you're painting with you know violets and lavenders and different colors and stuff. So it was really, really cool. And we had to do it in the middle of the night. That was the best part. Being in the Magic Kingdom at night is the greatest. Oh, when there's nobody around but, like, you and your crew. Oh, it's amazing.
1: One of the things that I know is, as an Imagineer, you don't ever get to actually sign your real name to work. Never. You've been known sometimes to sneak some little hidden Mickeys in or other things to kind of leave your mark. Do you have an attraction where you've left your mark?
2: The Imagineers are the ones who put the hidden Mickeys in. So, or anyone who's doing the co-finish or the, you know the final look they're the ones who have the final say in it and so there's one in pandora and that's we're not even supposed to talk about it really because pandora is supposed to be strictly Pandora. however there's a bridge that if you cross at the right time of year you'll see the light shine on these three yellow bushes in the sea of green up across uh what we call it mountain d but uh, the the smallest of the floating mountains the lowest one to the ground if you look past it and just, I mean, we really, really pushed it on this one because we weren't supposed to, but then everybody said it was the very end of the job. I'm like, go ahead, Timmy, run up there. and do it. So I got to meet it. And it was so cool because they're all down on the bridge looking and I'm like, how about this? And they like, nope. I'm like, how about this? I'm like, yeah. And then all of a sudden when I come down, I can see it. So there's one.
1: Is there a project that you worked on that we didn't touch on that you want to share a great story? We'd love to integrate it.
2: Well, first of all, in Animal Kingdom, uh, I did the Starbucks there. And if you ever go in there, the, uh, my
1: daughter's favorite place on property.
2: Oh my goodness, see that?
1: We live for Starbucks.
2: Yeah, so the one in Animal Kingdom, they let me and this other team put it together. And I'm just real proud of it. I, I love it. It was a little job, but it took everything we had to make something like, I'm, I'm used to trying to make lines that have the right line weight or the, the right like level of, of value. But here, we're in the jungle and we're painting a Starbucks. So we don't have all those. You know, we're supposed to be tribal painters is what we were so if you look things are like not square or they're just off a little bit because i'm doing it you know on a rock in the middle of the jungle so we had the theming there was can you paint like a like someone who's a native of that tribal area or whatever or that 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 you know that jungle part and just to me that was just fun like i really liked that part as a little thing and then over in agrabah in the magic kingdom um I got to do all those buildings there where the Dole Whips are actually. And I got to put in all those things that face the Swiss family tree house. So when people have had a long day or whatever and they hang up there, everything that they're looking at, I got to be there and and do it. And I got to tell you, it's amazing. What you see in the front is nothing like what it is backstage. Like it's amazing. So I just want to say that to people, if you're thinking about becoming a guest member, you got to keep the secrets, but you'll really enjoy backstage a lot. It's some. It's really different from backstage to to front stage.
1: If you're ever on property and you're seeing them working on an attraction or maybe working on a hotel renovation, lots of Imagineers and construction people around. But every once in a while, you in that crowd will see that one of them has a very special brown helmet that they're wearing. Oh, yeah. And that brown helmet doesn't come to somebody that's just sitting around the table and not contributing. That is a well-earned helmet and given as a badge of honor. So can you talk a little bit about earning yours?
2: Well, okay. So what it took for me to get there, and I did all the right things and I still couldn't get in, Sandy. I had to get in through like just these secret, like magic uh, uh, little events in my life that kept happening. Like, I got fired from Walt Disney World when I when I when I went back from my triumphant return, my very first job was as a busboy. And I got fired because I was too magical. So that wouldn't sit right. So I went over to Hollywood. So I went over to Universal Studios right after that and started painting. And then when they saw, oh he really can paint, he's gonna do this. Then little by little they bring me in for Norway and then the Polynesian, and then they give me my spot at Pandora was just phenomenal. But to get that helmet, uh, it was a life's journey. I, you know, I was in my 40s when I got it. You know, it was amazing. And uh, the late 40s, like it took my whole life. So, yeah, that's, a, that's one of the subjects that's really, I'm really I'm proud of my helmet because I, and everybody else that wore one, we earned them. You're right, we did. Not just the know-how, but then the physical labor of it. There's a lot to be an engineer, And you don't get to sign it. But you do get to do this. You do get to take your helmet off and wait for road drop. And once rope drop happens, all the guests get to win for that very first time. And you just sit there in the queue and you listen. You listen to their oohs and their ahs. You watch them cry their eyes out. Because some of these guests that come in are just as into it as we are. You know, they just, you know, they're an accountant or something else. They just don't do it, but they love it. So you get to sit and watch as they scream and yell and freak out, and jump up and down, and take a million pictures. That's the greatest moment for me as an imaginary to go through that.
0: Well, one of the story. things, Timmy, that, that I did want to talk about where I had that moment, it, it took place at, at what I've referred to pretty consistently here as the fifth gate in Walt Disney World. Oh, Disney you
2: got to be talking about downtown.
0: Yeah, the Disney Springs. Disney it's,
2: Springs. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I love that place.
0: One of the things that we had seen, Sandy and I had seen, when we were looking at your bio, your resume that you, that you had a hand in, that originally we weren't going to talk about, but I looked at Sandy and said, we have to talk about this. Talk to me about what your role was in Jock Lindsay's hangar bar. And because there's from an artistic standpoint, like you could miss the amount of things that are there. There's just uh,
2: we cut pieces of wood smaller than they would be. So when you looked up, they looked further away. It's a forced perspective trick, but up in the ceiling, you'll see raptors of wood. But they were just like regular wood. They look, when you look up, they look so old. Well, that took so many hours and layer after layer of paint. And there's so many of them. So that's one thing is the amount of paint. We stained the wood, actually. We didn't just paint it. We stained it to get it to look a certain way, like tea stained almost. And then we add the aging stain right after it. And there's a couple steps involved. But once you get one plank done, then you look over and there's skids and skids and skids more to do. Inside, outside, upside down, all around that place. If I could tell you the tools that were dropped off of that into the water, that's, there's a story there. But uh, the Hangar Bar is an amazing place. It's just really. to me
0: when I walked in there for the first time, from from a restaurant standpoint.
2: Yeah, you would never, right? A greasy engine right next to your table.
0: The theming, the theming of the restaurant was was. It just made me. It made me smile. It made me laugh. Made me. It made me want to order a drink. It just. Yeah. Did.
2: Well, that's right. It's a great romantic place too, to take someone for like a great date like if you haven't seen anybody in a long time and you want to have like a great romantic dinner go to the hangar bar go check it out laugh a little because in that ambiance that we've created there all the pressure is off right it's you went in and you want to laugh right you were like oh this is cute this is clever this is kind of fun you're like everything else goes away and then you can just be yourself you get down to that place where you can just connect with the person across from you so what I was involved in was what you see everything you see in there, I had something to do with, or, you know, me and my team, you know, it was a couple of people that worked on that with me. They're amazing. I wasn't even the leader on that job. There's another leader. He was Maureen on that job. She was killing that job. Yeah. We did a great job on that one. Yeah. I love that bar too. I'd love to have a romantic date there someday. I never have actually. <laughs> That's a great question. Thank you so much. For there's, that. Still,
0: there's still time. So, all right. Yeah. So, Extraordinary everyday magic is the name of the book. What was the inspiration that you had?
2: Oh, that, yeah, I can say that. that could put
0: one. that together.
2: When I was in animation, the fact that I got in animation at all was a miracle to me. And when that happened, that day they gave me my job as an animator, I said, there's a story here. I just know it. Let's see where it goes. And it went into like tragedy and the horror. And then I climbed all the way back up and uh, became an Imagineer. So I went from animation to Imagineer with a lot of horrible things in the middle, really, and a lot of life lessons. And in that process, I said, you know what? God listens to us, man. I'm not trying to make it religious on you, but for me, God listened to me. I prayed a lot, and I promised him if he got me through and got me to my home, that I would someday write a book for him, and I did. It's here it is. So it's it's an amazing. That's what the extra is. The extra is God, and the ordinary, everyday magic. Well, that's that's wall That's you. That's your dreams. It's it's all part. We can all do what I did. I'm not really a special person. I might be a bright guy and a very silly person. If you have a dream, you go for it. Don't let anything stop you. You'll get there, I promise.
1: And that's awesome. And I have been reading through the book the last couple of days. And one of the things that I love about it, besides the obvious of the stories and really feeling your, your energy and your passion and picturing where you were in the park when this happened, Aww. is that every chapter starts with one of your drawings that kind of Gives you a feel for where we're going. Many of them are Disney characters. Many of them are iconic things, but all drawn with emotion to match the story that's coming. It gives you that great art perspective as well. It's a really neat read.
2: Thank you you so much for that. That's amazing. And if you order one from Amazon, it's timmybritt.art slash magic. uh, If you hit timmybritt.art slash contact, choose code limited LTD and we'll send you an autograph book plate for the little page in the front. So you can put it down You have my signature in case. You're somewhere where I don't meet you. I can sign your book for you. So that's one thing we'd like to give out to people is we'll mail it to you if you order the book on Amazon.
0: Well, Timmy, like, as, as I say with, with each cast member that we speak to and, and you very specifically, I'm going to tell you one quick story before we, we wrap. I would love to hear it. Yeah. The first time I took my daughter to Walt Disney world, she was, she was a year old. It was her one. It was her first birthday. And we were sitting on on a ride. I, I believe it was. It's a small world at the time. And again, for those of you that have been on that ride recently, you have a very strong in your memory the song that sticks in your head, and the, <laughs> and the, and the very bright colors that that go on that ride. You know, as you go from from land to land. Yeah. And my one-year-old daughter spent the entire time looking at how the things were working. She <gasps> was looking at. She was looking at the, the lights. She was looking at the mechanics. Yeah. So Uh-oh. As, as somebody that... That's what
2: it takes. Yeah. She's an Imagineer. Really, yeah.
0: That really enjoys the creative process of how these things come to be. Know that your attention to detail, yours and the Imagineering team on all the attractions that you've worked, simply drew the attention of a one-year-old. She was, she was looking. Oh, that's
2: and such a nice thing to say, buddy. So, but I got to tell you something. Your daughter is a very sharp girl. Because where most one-year-olds are looking at the happy faces and listening to the pretty music and the dresses, she's figuring out how it's all working at one years old. That's a little imagineer right there. That's like how do we pull this off?
0: (laughs) I'm really (laughs) impressed. We're fortunate and terrified all at the same time. So
2: oh yeah, be be very well. It's all good. It ends well. How about that? I can tell you ends well. But
0: thank you you tonight for taking the time to. Oh, you guys are so sweet.
2: There's only one other thing I'd like to say. You know the people that you the popcorn and the ice cream and the people that take your tickets, and the people that sweep up in the middle of the night. They're just as important as the Imagineers. You ask an Imagineer and everyone will tell you the same thing. It's all true. It's for one goal. And if you could be a part of it in any way, either as a guest or a guest member, you're helping keep together this, this, this tradition of, of what humans can do when they pull together and use their human spirit to just take their imaginations to the greatest places. And that's what the Imagineering team does, is they just, they get all the people together to pull off something for the families of the rest of the world. And it's been such an honor to have my tiny little part of it with the imaginary team because I, uh, it changed my whole life. You know, Honestly, I, I, just, I, really, I really became a much better person after it all. Even though I knew all the stuff going in, when I came out, I was a part of a bond with certain people that were so amazing. And that's the part you won't forget, getting to spend time with those people changes you on the inside of the person because it's all their goodness kind of rubbing off on you at once and you're surrounded by it. So with that much like magic and genius around you, you have to come out it a better person. You almost have to every
0: time. And that's a wrap this week on Let's Talk Diz. Don't forget to join us Sunday on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash letstalkdiz, for all the Disney Parks blog news of the week that can impact your vacation. We hope to see you back here next week as a new podcast episode drops each and every Wednesday. If anyone you know could benefit from this or any show, please share, have them like, and subscribe. And don't forget to reach out to the folks at Easy Diz by Instant Impressions Travel Services for any Disney destination planning. Make it a great week, and as always, Keep making memories.